0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for kicking off your week with us. This is your Monday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a Sports Ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe O'Rico. You can find me on Twitter, at Orico 99 and also at EthosFantasyBB, E-T-H-O-S, FantasyBB. That's where we post all of our new podcasts, articles, different news and notes, everything we got going on on the baseball side, content-wise, gets shared out over there on Twitter. If you're not somebody who is on Twitter, you can find all that same content at SportsEthos.com. Pretty much all the same content, I should say. You don't get the same tweets throughout the day that our guys are sending out with different buy-low suggestions and ads and drops and different things of that nature, but you're still getting all those same articles and podcasts. And I do suggest, uh, I say this every now and again, and it's always good on a Monday to remind you guys, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Some of you guys might hear the pod through different links that are shared out through Twitter or whoever retweets them, whatever it is. It's always good to just subscribe to the pod so that you get them downloaded right away. It helps our numbers. It helps you guys to find them more conveniently. Everybody wins, so make sure you guys are subbing if you're somebody who does listen regularly. We're going to be going over some news and notes today. We're going to take another day before we go over the rankings. Maybe another day or two, actually, because tomorrow is Tuesday. It's our mailbag day. Uh, So maybe Wednesday we'll pick up on the rankings again. But we are going to be talking about some news and notes. The first thing I want to talk about is Joey Votto. Joey Votto is going to come back, and honestly, I don't know if it was just the fact that I wasn't paying close enough attention to his situation, but I didn't think that he would be ready this soon. I don't know. He had a rehab assignment uh, over the last few days. I, I honestly thought that it would be a little bit longer for Joey Votto. Now, the question is, does he have any fantasy viability? I don't think so, but Joey Votto is one of those weird cases where we already thought that he was dead once before in terms of fantasy value. And that was as of a couple of years ago, we'd pretty much all written off Joey Votto and it was justified. You know, he was looking not really like himself uh, after 2017, which was a great year for him where he was, you know, the runner up for the MVP in the national league. He really tailed off in 18 and 19 and 20 didn't look so good. And then in 2021 at age 37, he pops back off for 36 homers and 99 RBIs. Now, I'm not expecting that level of production really ever from him again. Those were almost career-high totals. The 36 home runs was just one off of his career high. The 99 RBIs was not quite the career high of 113 that he had way back in his, uh, I believe it was his MVP season where he did set that career high. But still incredible numbers from somebody that we had already pretty much thought was lost in terms of fantasy relevance. Now, he did have a crazy hot streak in 2021 where he homered in, I think it was eight or nine straight games, which definitely did boost the total, but... There is something that is still in there, I think, in the tank for Joey Votto. Not necessarily a massive fantasy impact player. I think that he's somebody that I would speculate on for now in terms of your deeper leagues. If you're talking 15-team leagues, I wouldn't mind uh, you know, making a speculative ad on him. He's not going to be very expensive if you're talking fab bids, whether it's daily or weekly. He's not somebody that's going to set you back too far, and if he does end up striking gold, then there is a decent potential for uh, you know a decent little return there from Joey Votto. He's batting six today in his return. We're going to have to see the way it all plays out. And, you know, there's also the fact that he's maybe going to be taking away that spot from Christian Encarnacion Strand. We'll have to see how this all plays out. But I think at the end of the day, Joey Votto is going to get that playing time for as long as he is able to go out there on the field. I don't know how much longer he has left as a major leaguer. He's 39 years old right now. Is he going to be somebody that, you know, he's going to be 40 later this year. Uh, Is he somebody that does have another year or two in the tank after this? I'm not really sure. I think for the duration of his time where he's able to be out there, he's going to get those at-bats for what it's worth. So in the deeper leagues where, you know, you're going to be able to find him available, in pretty much every league at this point, he's only 5% rostered on Yahoo, so he's pretty much available everywhere. I I wouldn't mind taking a speculative ad at him. Not to say that he's a game-changer, but he might be somebody where you can get some decent stats. That lineup has been... Really, really, really good as of late. Cincinnati is half a game out of the division lead. Offensively, they're looking really, really good recently. So it wouldn't shock me to see flashes of old Joey Votto. But let's move on. Let's talk about Anthony Rendon. This one is not good. And generally, we don't have great news. We did start off with a bit of good news today with Joey Votto, but we're going to go back to some bad news here, as we typically do in our news segments. Anthony Rendon, uh, he's going back on the IL. He's got an injured. Um, left wrist. He has a left wrist contusion at this point. Now, they were kind of hoping that he wasn't going to go back on the I. L from what I remember, that they were going to, you know, try and work through it and see if he's able to, you know, you know avoid the trip to the IL and just take a couple days off. But he is going to be off for a little while, probably not a long absence, but my God, I don't think that I can justify holding on to him for much longer. He's really not been that great this season as much as I was kind of hoping for before the season. I tweeted out, he's healthy. He's somebody you could see go for like 100 runs and 100 RBIs in that lineup. He's just never healthy. He's got 133 at-bats this year. Very unimpressive. One home run, two steals, 248 batting average. His last 30 at-bats, he's got two hits. He's you know That's 0.67 batting average in that time frame. He's just been really unimpressive. He's still 31% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. I don't see Anthony Rendon at this point as being somebody who's going to be a huge game changer. I could be wrong. He might come off the IL and do great things. But considering the injury-prone nature of Rendon and the fact that he's just, you know, even when he's been healthy, he hasn't really looked that good. I can't really justify holding on to him, especially if you're in a squeeze, right? Most people are generally in a roster squeeze at this time of the season in terms of their injuries, figuring out who to hold on to, which timelines are worth holding on to. Is this guy going to be back soon enough that it's worth stashing Rendon's going to be back soon enough, most likely, where you could justify it. I just don't think the production really does. Uh, even though he is getting at-bats in the heart of that Angels lineup, they're not a team that's that scary to me offensively. They've been pretty good, but he's really not been a part of it. So he's not somebody that I say is a is a must-roster player at this point. Uh, he's just not really that interesting to me. Unfortunately, that was kind of a swing and a miss on my behalf. Although I did say, you know, I did preface it with, if he's healthy, then I like him. But, I mean... You know, not a lot to go on there in terms of Anthony Rendon and health. Let's talk about Lars Nupar. He is back today. He is batting third for the Cardinals. He's currently 0-3. And the time I'm recording this, he has scored a run so far. Now, I've been a proponent of Lars Nupar. Whenever he comes back and he's healthy, whenever he's playing and he's healthy, he's usually doing good things in your lineup. He's getting a primo spot in the Cardinals lineup, which, granted, has not been great. But I, I can't help but just always be optimistic that they will turn it around offensively. They will turn around in general. Even offensively, they haven't even been terrible, right? If you look at their rankings among the league, they're 11th in runs, they're 15th in hits, they're 9th in slugging, they're 6th in homers. They're not terrible. I feel like Nupar in the middle of that lineup can be a really solid fantasy asset, especially in your on-base leagues. He's got four home runs, he's got five steals, and only 154 at-bats this season. When he's out there, I think that he is somebody that is worth having on your roster. 57% rostered right now on Yahoo!, I think that he is somebody that can be viable in all formats. I really do. I think that he is somebody where you can get a little bit of production across the board from him, and he might end up just sneaking his way into something that's close to a 2020 season. Uh, not necessarily that, but you know, 17 and 16 or 18 and 17, something like that. I could, I could honestly see that for him, getting great runs in RBIs with a good solid batting average in that lineup. So don't let him sit on the waiver wire. He's somebody that if he gets hurt again, sure. We've seen this a couple times this year. He's missed some time. But I think, honestly, at this point, he's somebody that I do want to have on as many rosters as possible. Let's talk about Lance Lynn. Uh, Man, I was literally tweeting out the other day that I don't think Lance Lynn is somebody that is worth holding on to. I tweeted out that Michael Jordan get help gif when I said, you know, Lance Lynn is 54% rostered on Yahoo right now. People need to get a grip. Lance Lynn yesterday went nutty and struck out 16 batters over his seven innings, 33 whiffs, I believe. Just an absolutely dominant performance. Now, today he was placed on the bereavement list. I'm not sure exactly um, what exactly is going on. There's obviously some family member or some, some, something's happened here. Somebody may have passed away. So I'm not sure about that, if that'll impact his next start or not. But it definitely does give you more hope into the overall you know, product that is Lance Lynn and going forward what we can maybe expect from him. This is not to say that I am like fully back in, but 16 strikeouts is a really, really impressive total. Seattle's not the greatest offense, but as I've seen a lot of people point out on Twitter, a lot of pitchers face Seattle, and none of them strike out 16 batters. It's the most that Lance Lynn's ever struck out in his career. It's the highest total by any pitcher this season. It's really impressive. His ERA is still 651. If you do look at some of those pitching indicators, so the XERA is 544, not great. XERA is flawed in its own ways, and there's different intricacies with all the different pitching indicators. It's not the best one to use. The ones generally that are looked at a lot, FIP, XFIP, and Sierra. So FIP, he's 495, quite a bit better than the 651. If you look at the XFIP, 384 compared to that 651. 384, quite a bit higher. If you look at his Sierra, it's 387. So the numbers are telling us that he is getting very, very unlucky. They're also showing us that his strikeout rate is pretty much where it usually is. The walk rate, also, you know, generally for his career, is about where it typically has been. The last couple of years has been a lot better control-wise for him. You know, early in the career it was about eight, nine, ten percent walk rate. He's got it down over the last few years to so like six and a half, seven. He's back up to eight point seven right now, which has definitely been something that's not great, but it's still not terrible for the career. Eight point three percent. It's more, you know, factoring in the older version of Lance Lynn, where he did have less control as a younger pitcher, but it's still. You know he's not doing anything that's crazy bad in terms of strikeout minus walk rate. He's allowing a high BABIP at 342, quite a bit higher than his 300 career BABIP. He's only stranding 61% of base runners. You know typically you're looking at 73, 75% strand rate for most pitchers. For his career, he's 74.8. So we may have written him off a little bit too early. This performance definitely does give me more hope for him. I'm going to pick him up in the places where he has been dropped and just speculate. Because even if he is a sem- you know, some semblance of what he used to be, uh, it doesn't have to be like necessarily like vintage Lance Lynn. He can just be you know, decent Lance Lynn, even if it's Lance Lynn from you know, the, late 20 t- uh, the late 2010 kind of range, you know, where he's like a high three kind of ERA guy. Even if he ends up as that or even what he did last year, 399 ERA, I'm very happy with that down the stretch considering the pitching landscape. So take a look and see if Lance Lynn is on any of your waiver wires at this point. I do want to talk about one more thing before I let you guys go. Alex Cobb. I have been such a big fan of Alex Cobb for so long. It's unfortunate to see that he is now on the IL. He's got an oblique strain. Now, this is retroactive to June 15th, which is good. It's, you know, it's four or five days ago now, so he's only going to be gone for a couple of starts as opposed to maybe three. Uh, a typical 15-day IL stint. People, I've had a couple questions about whether or not he is worth holding on to. I am still holding on to Alex Cobb. Even though he's not the sexiest pick for a lot of players, he's actually 73% rostered on Yahoo. That's pretty good. He has been very good this season with a three hundred nine ERA, and he's somebody that doesn't get the love that he does deserve. Those pitching indicators that we talk about here and there on the show all show that he is really, really earning the actual production that we have seen out of him. You know, he is not pitching to a 309 ERA by accident. He's got a 324 XFIP. He's got a 325 FIP. Those numbers look really, really good. A 351 Sierra as well. All those numbers show that he is doing what he's supposed to be doing out there and he is not just the, the benefit of some really good luck or something and he shouldn't actually be performing well. Twenty-two percent strikeout rate, right in line with league average. Nothing too special, but he can get by with the six points, two percent walk rate. That has generally been Alex Cobb recently. A fairly good walk rate after some of his earlier seasons being, you know, nine, seven, eight. He's been more in line with like six to seven uh, over the last few years, and his career number is seven percent. The strikeout rate, it's not amazing, but you can definitely live with that sixteen percent strikeout minus walk rate that he's given you. So I, I'm still holding Alex Cobb. He's gone down three percent over on Yahoo from seventy-six to seventy-three. But he's still somebody, in my opinion, that you definitely need to be holding on to until we you know, get a better look of the timeline. I don't think it's going to be that long. I think it'll probably be a minimum stint. Even if it's a little bit longer than that, don't be dropping Alex Cobb. He is definitely somebody, especially like we mentioned with Lynn in this current pitching landscape of everybody getting rocked, the guy with a three hundred nine ERA, even to go along with the one thirty seven whip, he's striking out you know, almost a batter per inning. That's something that you have to definitely consider here. Uh, if he has been dropped, then take a look. And if you're still holding on, then definitely still hold on. Guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Tomorrow, we are going to do our usual Tuesday mailbag show. I'll send out a tweet late tonight, probably early tomorrow morning, in all honesty, and I'll answer your questions both here on the pod and on Twitter. But until then, take care. You can reach out on Twitter at joeorico 99 at EthosFantasyBB, and also at SportsEthos.com, the website. Guys, take care, and we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, cheers.